0: Yes. You better be called by God if you're implementing a Nazarite culture. If it's God, let it be God. Mm-hmm. but if you if you build out a Nazarite culture and the Father's not calling you to, it's more merit-based yes. and there's a lot of pride in it and God can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Encouraging,
1: inspiring, and equipping leaders. This is Coach and Joe. Hey everyone, I want to welcome you to Coach and Joe. My Hello. name is Michael Thornton and I'm interviewing today Chad Norris. Hello. Let's go.
0: Let's roll, brother.
1: All right. I want to talk about a subject called fasting. Mm-hmm. A lot of different views of fasting today, uh, biblically in the church. I want to talk about that. I want to start out with a verse. Matthew uh, 6, uh, 16. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. He says, and when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen their others. The word that really sticks out to me says, and when. You fast. Not if, mm-hmm. but when. Mm-hmm. So that word implies that there's an expectation that Jesus has on us as followers mm-hmm. to fast. I want to throw that to you, Chad. Why do you think fasting is important?
0: I'm going to tell you a story that you're, I know you'll you'll believe it, but this is this is one of the top two most ridiculously prophetic, weird, bizarre, supernatural things that I've ever seen. And it made me think of the verse in Hebrews four maybe be careful who you entertain you know not when it's an angel yeah i can't remember where the reference is food's been an issue for me for a long time but i've had i've been having breakthrough on this thing called intermittent fasting for for 2022 not where i want to be but definitely and not where i was right and so i can go i can go 20 24 26 28 hours without eating and so it's not just for health benefit it's not just for losing weight It's for what you just said. Mm. So fasting is not eating.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Right? Let's get out of the just, We'll fast from being on my phone. No, it's not eating. A couple of Thanksgivings ago, I just got really down on myself, and I sounded just sick of this. And my youngest son gave me a word of knowledge, and he says, the Lord says you should eat one meal a day. I'd never heard of intermittent fasting in my life. Didn't know what it was. Mm. About five minutes later, in somewhere in Georgia, near, I don't even remember where it was, middle of nowhere, we pull into a gas station and there is a police officer standing there,
1: hmm. a
0: black police officer with the whitest teeth I've ever seen in my life, standing there. I walk in, this isn't natural, this isn't a vision. I walk into the gas station and he says, my aunt Gladys lived to be 106 years old by eating one meal a day. Well, five minutes before Jack Norris gave me a word of knowledge wow. that I need to eat one meal a day. I didn't know there was such a thing. Well, now, two years later, a lot of research on intermittent fasting. Here's what I'm starting to pick up on. I'm starting to pick up on that my prophetic gift has gone through the roof. Oh, man. And God showed me why. See, I thought, well, you know, fasting is just go 40 days without eating. Yes. Hang on. Eating one meal a day is a form of fasting. Michael, the Lord wants me to tell you a story. I had an angel appear in my dream recently, and he said, eat every 48 hours. Wow. And so I've been listening to this lady named Jen Stevens. I've been listening to this uh Indian doctor on intermittent fasting. It's not just for the purpose of physical stuff. I'm starting to realize when I abstain from food, I connect with him deeper. It is, I'm not even mm. saying this uh philosophically to you. You have picked up on it's not the same with like when we get in conversations, it's like we talk we talk about going into a swirl. Yes. It's because I'm not, it's because I'm not eating as much food. Yes. There's a direct cor- correlation.
1: That's a huge correlation. All right, Chad, you're unpacking a bunch of awesome things right here because what you're obviously there's health benefits benefits to fasting, but the spiritual benefits are unbelievable. Mm -hmm. And you've noticed that fasting Mm -hmm. has actually helped you to connect with Mm -hmm. him. I think that's so encouraging because a lot of people, when they think of fasting, they have Mm -hmm. to do the big 40-day fast. Mm -hmm. They have to do the big 21-day fast. And Mm -hmm. I think even that thought drains people Mm -hmm. and it discourages them from even fasting. But what I'm hearing you say is that you're seeing incredible uh, just moments of connecting with him, him speaking to you, things heightening in your life in a good way because you're doing even smaller window fast.
0: Yes, and and I'll never go back. It awesome. is it's not but it's not in in the past, you know, try to do diets to look smaller or whatever. Mm. It is a connection with the eternal God. It's a connection with the most high God. And there is evidence in scripture that if you want to bond with him, mm. give him food. Yes. And here's the deal to to fast I'm not saying it's evil to fast for other reasons, but to fast for covenant connection is the highest form of fasting. It's just, just, I hear the song of my spirit right now, John Legend, all of me, all of you, all of me wants all of you. It's, Abba, I'm going to give this up because I want you. You know what you do with me, okay, you do like whatever. Michael, last night... I had one of the most dramatic encounters with him in my sleep I've ever had. Mm. It was off the heels of not eating for 26 hours.
1: Look at that. Fasting gives an opportunity for him to connect with you in other ways and in deeper ways. You know something else that I that I thought of about uh, uh, even these uh, short term fasts. You know there were a lot of God's generals in life uh, throughout church history that also tapped into this. They were led and they yeah. they had a a smaller window lifestyle of fasting. One was John Wesley. Yeah. John Wesley would fast on Fridays. He did it one day a week. He'd fast Fridays. Mm-hmm. Smith Wigglesworth just had one day of the week where mm-hmm. he fasted. And there's so many uh, just from church history accounts where men and women of God would just fast one or two days a week, yeah. and it just really opened it up. And it it's something that we've talked about in our community that there's there's fasting, but then there's this concept of feasting and fasting. Mm-hmm. What does can you unpack that a little bit? What does feasting and fasting now look like? You're gonna like? get me wound up.
0: Right. It's the kingdom. Come on. Uh, I I love. People who feel called to make Nazarite vows, it's amazing. Don't forget, your king's first miracle mm. was a feast wine celebration. That's right. The Lord showed me one day. He said, you're my man of paradox. Mm. And he said, I call some people to teach fasting. I'm calling you to teach both. I'm calling you to live both. It's paradox. So which is it? It's both. Here's here's why I love the rhythm of, mm. uh, of one meal a day for me. What he's called me to is it's both in the same day. Yes, And here's what makes a lot of people uncomfortable. I, I understand people do a lot of writings on Nazarite vows. I get it, but you have to understand the number one metaphor for the kingdom of God from Genesis to Revelation in that Bible we read is feasting. It's not fasting. Mm. It's not fasting. That's powerful. You can make fasting a God. Yes. You can make fasting an idol. Some of the most arrogant ministers I've been around is when consecration becomes their idol and their like stick of success that they can, well, I'm consecrated, I, I, I don't touch this i don't touch that the bible's pretty clear i've investigated it i I went 34 years without having a sip of alcohol 34 years would you like to know why i had my first glass of wine Mm. a word of knowledge from jesus christ my lord and savior wow and so i searched this out and i'm like oh my goodness i mean this 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 message is so offensive to people the most dangerous thing you can do is is I'm being facetious, but get your own theology from the Word itself. Yes. And I searched the Word on this. Yes. The issue is an issue of drunkenness. Absolutely. And so you can actually abstain from things and and believe that you're a spirit-filled, on-point, powerful man or woman of God. And If you're not careful, you'll drift into legalism all around the idea of even abstaining from this all or right. that.
1: You know, this is what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 6. This is that passage because the Pharisees, there was a group of religious leaders, they had a culture of fasting, Mm -hmm. but their motivation was off base. Mm -hmm. They did it for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And what I'm hearing you say and what I think is powerful on this show is that the real secret to fasting is why? What is your motivation? And when our motivation is, is falling in love with him, bonding with him, fasting can become pleasurable and not miserable.
0: Yes, And so basically, it's being spirit-led into the DNA of who our Father is. Hmm. The Lord's first miracle was turning water into wine. Wow. I mean, this has been so divisive, the the conversation of alcohol for so long. long. It's just easier to make a theology of do this, don't do that. But your theology becomes like a Jenga game, and one little thing goes wrong, and your whole empire of thought and connection towards God, theology is thinking about God, that's all it is. Hmm. It, It crumbles when you have more of a systematic approach of connection with God, more than just a relational bonding connection with God. Michael, I was talking to the father. I was getting ready to preach on finances. Mm. And the Holy Spirit said, why do you you not drink? And I was like, what? (laughs) My wife accidentally at at our honeymoon 25 years ago, which, by the way, we're about to celebrate our twenty fifth trip back to the wow. same same island. Hey, that's a that's a that's a huge milestone. Then, well, I've been married twenty five years to the same woman. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone, uh, a waiter in Jamaica, accidentally brought her an alcoholic drink, and I said, "We're not starting our marriage off on like this, this and that." And so, for the Lord to be the one to say mm. to ask me that question, it made me search out. Yes. And so, this conversation on fasting. I also have a warning, especially for a lot of these young prayer stream warriors that love God so much. Be careful not to make fasting the God, your God. Yep. God is to be my God. Yes. And fasting is an avenue to bond with him. But, Michael, the Father gave me a word of knowledge that I was to give you my smoker. Absolutely. I gave you my smoker. I love my smoker more than my three kids, Michael. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I'm kidding, but I love that smoker because the father showed me a temptation on your life. I, like I'm gonna go here. The Holy Spirit wants me Let's to go. go here. There's difference in a Shulamite culture and Nazarite culture. Yes, you better be called by God if you're implementing a Nazarite culture. If it's God, let it be God. Mm-hmm. But if you if you build out a Nazarite culture and the father's not calling you to, it's more merit based, yes. and there's a lot of pride in it, and God can't stand it. Mm. A Shulamite culture. Enjoys feasting and fasting. Yes. I'm I'm saying this as a person who's been on two twenty one day fast, a forty day fast. I could I could go on and on. And I'm doing intermittent fasting now. This isn't like wink wink. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's all go feast. I'm just simply saying, biblically, mm-hmm. the proper DNA of the New Testament is feasting and fasting. Well, the whole whole Bible, feasting and fasting.
1: Yes. It's it's a thousand percent. You
0: wrestle with that when you got here.
1: Absolutely. Well, John the Baptist is a Nazirite. He's a lifelong Nazarite. That is a biblical mandate that he had to abstain from wine and to not eat certain foods his entire life. That was ordained by God. But at the same time, his mission was to prepare for the Nazarene, so whether it's the the Nazarite and the Shulamite, there's the there's the Nazar, Nazarite and the Nazarene. Jesus was the Nazarene, and it says, "Well, Je- John came and he didn't eat and he didn't drink, but you come and you're drinking and eating." Jesus was having wine with sinners. He was having uh, times and feasting with with people, and it shook the whole religious community. That's what I love about God is you can never figure him out. But what I think the the heart of this message, what it's doing, it's showing us, it's exposing us to, wait a minute, have we elevated our traditions and even our theology above God himself? Mm -hmm. And that's what Jesus becomes to shake and rattle and roll in the New Testament. That is a, it is a powerful concept to understand that the motivation and the pure reason why I'm fasting is to connect with him and him to connect with me. I think that keeps us out of the legalism ditch that a lot of people can fall into Yes, Yeah,
0: fasting. because you have to be careful in this conversation if you don't understand what you just said, because Muslims put Christians to shame mm. with their discipline of fasting. Yes. Okay, so does that make them righteous? Does that make them the father's children? Does that make them the fact they're going to heaven when they die? Does it help them bond with the father? mm Right, it's excellent point. I mean, Gandhi. I, I remember studying a lot about Gandhi when I was younger. Gandhi was greatly influenced by the by uh, Christians, and Gandhi was greatly influenced by uh, the idea of the mm-hmm. kindness of Jesus Christ. Well, Gandhi would Gandhi would not identify himself as a, a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yes. And he really shifted. When I say shifted, India, goodness gracious, I mean it didn't last. Long, 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 but he was a reformer in India. My point is this. Fasting was such a powerful part of his mm-hmm. life. But if I am known as a faster and I'm still not bonded with the father as a true son and daughter, then fasting can even become a distraction.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: <clears throat> it's, it's odd to say that, but it's true.
1: It's very true. Well, <laughs> back to it. It could definitely become an idol. Um, here's one thing. That I've learned about fasting and the father was speaking to me recently and I just thought it was profound. And he said, one of the, one of the great spiritual benefits when we do fast is it brings down our defensive mechanisms mm-hmm. that we have as people, you yeah. know, a lot of us have defensive walls and mechanisms mm-hmm. in us, but fasting puts us in a vulnerable place where it brings down those walls and it allows truth it allows his revelation to hit us at a deeper level where we actually feel the words that he's communicating to mm-hmm. us. I've learned that in my own life. That has been a huge, powerful weapon in times of uh, deep union and bonding with him through fasting. Um, I want to end here, Chad. How about you? Ha, has fasting in this way literally revealed just he's just really revealed maybe truth, words, strategies, revelation? Have,
0: yeah. Yes, and it's it's wild how it's happened. I didn't know how true it was. Mm. Like for example, I just I told you about six months ago. I said I feel like I feel like my prophetic discernment is way higher. Yes. And see, we if you misunderstand anointing, you think it's sovereign.
1: Mm.
0: Well, I'm not so sure about that. It's you give God, you empty yourself, kenosis, and you get more of God. Uh, not in terms of my righteous standing before him as clean as Jesus. I'm talking about my experience of connection with him, my experience of wisdom with him. It's like any other relationship down here he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him mm. I reward my children when they're on the right path and they and they are not going to get rewarded when they're not on the right path that's awesome a conversation coming up with one of my kids it's like you're making some decisions and you're forcing me to make a decision so when me when we make decisions to give up food yes you know and not just food but there's something about water only drinking only water I, I, I'm experiencing this with him. A lot of us can like numb that. You can really even get addicted to like LaCroix yes. flavored drinks. I asked the Lord. I, I asked him, I said, What did you drink in the desert 40 days? <laughs> water. Oh yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I went on a 40 day a 21 day fast one time on day twenty. I said, Lord, I can't stand this. Mm. I heard him say to me, try going 40. Wow. Like when we give the Father when we give of ourselves that way, he rewards us. Matter of fact, there's a lot of passages with fasting. I just read Rick yes. Renner's son's book on fasting. Can't remember the name of it. The Fasting Life, maybe. And there's a lot of passages on the rewards of fasting, mm. if done properly. Mm. Much like uh, when you go into your prayer closet, don't let anyone know you're there. Yes. God rewards fasting. And when I started picking up on the more the longer hours I go between eating my meals, I don't think I'm cleaner in God's eyes but I'm experiencing more of him.
1: Yes. That that's powerful. One one thing that just really sticks out to me is that there's a multiplication aspect to fasting. And and What do you mean? Think about this. Moses goes on the desert for, or in the mountain for 40 days and he fasts with the Lord. 40 days, no food. And there's only one person up there that high with him. He's in a little bit in the distance, but he's watching and his name is Joshua. He's on that mountain with Moses. He goes up more yeah. than the elders and he watches him two times. Moses goes back to back 40 day fast, no food. And then you kind of read the story a little bit more and you see Joshua hanging out in the tent, even after Moses has left that DNA yeah. of fasting and bonding with, Abba but God into Joshua, it was multiplied in his spiritual son. And it it just, it it, it stuck with him. And what I'm hearing you say, Chad, and I think this is an encouragement for anybody watching today, is that when we begin to follow him in that type of lifestyle, done in the right way, it is actually multipliable. It will get into the DNA of the people that you're around and that you're leading.
0: The question is, what, what is our why for fasting? That's what we all have to answer. That's it. I don't fast because I'm the leader of a local church. I don't fast because I oversee Garden Academy and uh Garden College. I really don't. Maybe I should right now. It is covenantal for me.
1: I I would agree Chad is me as well. My very first 40-day fast I did with no food and when I went on it the reason why I went on it was to say thank you for Jesus delivering me out of 10 years of crack cocaine and drugs and and he, when I knew he was inviting me to fast, no food for 40 days, that was my why. And I said, I want to just give you a thank you. And I called it a thank you fast. And for 40 days, I thanked him for delivering me that. And it, it shifted my life. It changed me. I bless you today. If you are listening and watching that, Let it be. let it be heard here today that you don't have to be afraid of fasting, that there is a part of the biblical mandate for us to have a fasted lifestyle. But at the same time, it really is wisdom to know why you're fasting and that the number one purpose is to fall in love with him and and, and him to fall in love with you and then walk that out. Chad, can
0: you bless us? Father, I ask that for us in this Coach and Joe community who listen to these podcasts, I ask that you give us a passion Mm. to follow your voice into the fasting rhythms you're calling us to. We don't want to. We don't want any part of following you that doesn't cost us something. I bless us with this agape revelation that, that, that you are blessed, Abba, mm-hmm. when we are giving up something that means a lot to us. You're worth it. In Jesus' name, mm-hmm.
1: Thanks for joining us on the Coach & Joe Leadership Podcast. Don't miss the Coach & Joe Talk Show on YouTube and check out CoachAndJoe.com for more resources, blogs,
0: and merch. We will see you next time.